Welcome back, everyone, to Aspire, the Leadership Development Podcast, where we will be discussing the visions, inspirations, and experiences from top educational leaders. My name is Joshua Stamper, and you can connect with me on Twitter or on Instagram at Joshua double underscore Stamper. This is the last installment of the Teach Better Conference bonus episodes. I hope you've enjoyed these quick episodes filled with various educational leaders. In this episode, my guests are Alex Orris and Mark Losey as we discuss student creativity with technology, teacher facilitation, social recognition, and technology to assist students with autism. My first guest is Alex Orris, and he is a tech specialist. Alex and I connected early in the conference, and I had the amazing opportunity to be interviewed by one of his own high school students who was interning for a local radio station. We are at the Teach Better 19 conference, and I'm so excited to have Alex Orris here. He is a tech specialist, and he has a wonderful presentation. So, Alex, will you just let us know what that presentation is all about? Yeah, thanks for having me. So, I'm presenting today on develop creators, not consumers. And the goal of the session is too many times teachers are talking at their students rather than having the student lead and have the student create. So, it's basically a shift between passive learners to active learners and giving them a chance to create. Be creative, produce something, because I, I taught 11 years as a math educator, and I was very rigid, and things were my way, this is how we're gonna learn it, this is what I wanna see, and I was the one leaving tired every day, and my kids were hopping on the bus all excited for their night, and what I wanted to see was, I should be the one facilitating, they should be the one leading, they should be the one tired, because the one who does all the work is the one who leaves the day tired, so. My final years in the math classroom was basically shifting to having the students create more, and we saw better retention, more mastery, more engaged students, and it was, it was something I've kind of developed as one of my teaching philosophies. So what led you from a math teacher to a tech specialist? So I started uh, as in the math room and went back to college to get my master's degree in instructional technology. And at that time, it was to support my math instruction, knowing technology was going to be key. And I started becoming a little leader in our district of helping other teachers with technology. And then when a position came in an area my family was looking to move to as an integration specialist, now I get to work with teachers all the time and help them develop lesson plans, co-teach. So as a leader, what is kind of your biggest goal in regards to the camps level or the district level? So really it's student engagement. It's having the students learn the proficiencies of technology um, through classroom integration. So our middle school students no longer have a tech class. We encourage integration in all classes. We want the Chromebook to be a resource, not a class. Um, So we're trying to develop all of those skills in the language arts room, the math room, the the art room with 3D printing, and you know, it just morphs from there. So Alex, what is one initiative that you're extremely proud of? Well, we've developed that creator's mindset throughout our district, so we're doing a lot of video projects, and we're doing a lot of robotics with coding, and we're trying to integrate in ways that take students from just receiving the information to creating the information to share. And so you've got some students actually coming to the conference this uh, this morning, so what is that all about? Yeah, we're really excited. So some of our high school students, we've got two programs that are visiting. We have a uh, high school broadcasting class that has a couple students that have come over and talked to you and some of the other podcasters. Um, they publish radio shows and do projects for WCFI, local station. Uh, and then our video productions class is here as well. They're actually doing an authentic experience. They're taking video for the conference. They're going to put together a little highlight reel clip. 
So they're here learning, they've got their press passes, um, they kind of in these classes are looking at is this going to be their future. Sure. So it's real world uh, yeah, application. Is there any other initiatives that you got going on uh, in the district? Well, uh, STEAM is very important to a lot of people. So we've, we've started a little um, STEAM campaign and, and, and initiative that we're looking at what does STEAM mean in our district. Um, it, it's a buzzword and it's different. We've got so many things already that incorporate science, technology, engineering, art, and math. We want to know what is it in our district and how are we moving forward with that process. So. It's been great to connect with you at yes. the Teach Better Conference, and I really look forward to your presentation. Thank you very much, and I appreciate you spending some time with our kids later today. Oh, it's my pleasure. My next guest is Mark Losey, and he works for a company called RoboKind. Before I share his interview, I want to explain that this interview is not a sponsorship. I had the pleasure of meeting and having several conversations with Mark prior to this interview. Mark's own personal story was absolutely incredible and very touching. It was an honor to have him on the podcast. His passion for students with autism is genuine, and I'm very excited to see how this technology advances in the future. All right, so I'm at Teach Better Conference 19, and I'm with a amazing person, Mark Losey, who is a part of RoboKind. I just want to make sure I got that right. And he has this figure that is all automated. It's a, a machine, but it's phenomenal. I walked by, and you immediately caught my attention because this machine is not like anything I've ever seen before. And I'm trying to describe it. It's sitting on my table right now. And this this guy, this little machine, is able to have different facial expressions, and it looks real life. And so I just want to talk to Mark and just give him an opportunity to talk about the machine and kind of what it's all about. Okay. Well, thank you, Joshua. Yeah. So I'll try to uh, draw a visual picture for you uh, with words. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so we have Milo, who is actually uh, termed the robot for autism although he does also now have a sister named Robin. And between the two of them, their job is to help individuals with autism, help them learn to socialize. Mm -hmm. So Milo is a facially expressive robot. Uh, during his therapy, he controls two iPads as well. And the way I like to term him, he is like the door opener to many individuals that may not be able to open up as well with human beings. Mm -hmm that sometimes a, like a, someone like Milo or Robin right. can help reach them where, where they can feel comfortable and trust them and they're, they're, they're basically his friends. Um, but at the same time, he controls two iPads and on those iPads uh, for the, for the uh, individuals, he is doing video modeling with real human beings because we don't want this to be a therapy that just has folks learn to be social with robots, right. we want them to be able to learn to be social with others. Sure. So it's an entire curriculum that, that starts with calm down lessons if need be. Uh, we always start there if needed. Uh, from there we can grow into emotions, we can grow into conversational dynamics, right. such as when somebody comes into the room, you should turn, you should look them in the eye, you right. should smile and say hi. Sure. Simple things like that. And then all the way to, and the culmination of it is the actual social situations and how do you handle them. Right. So it's a full curriculum. It's all research-based. And I'm happy to say after almost six years, 
it's proven to work right. when implemented with fidelity, like sure. any other form of technology. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's definitely an amazing you, tool. Josh. And so, yeah. you know, I have a child at home that has some difficulties in regards to learning the room and, and social dynamics. So um, I think that was the other reason, you know, just walking by and seeing what you had there was amazing. And the technology is incredible. Um, I know there's a video camera attached. So what is that feature and how does that interact with, with the student or the child in regards to knowing the needs of that kiddo? Oh, that's awesome. So, yes, Milo can see and Milo can hear. Now, I can't uh, make the claim that Milo is truly in an artificial intelligence sense, right. sense yet, but the, the long-term growth of this technology is for him to be able to determine if a student is not making eye contact and isn't engaged, right. or if the student immediately needs to go into a calm-down lesson if yeah. they're acting out or things of that nature. So that is the goal in the future of his technology. But right now, what is cool on his, on his uh, chest plate, that's where the camera is right above there, that chest plate can turn also into a mirror. So the example I like to use is, say it's an, a, a lesson on smiling. Yeah. And so at the end of that lesson, Milo is inviting the individual to smile into his chest screen and, and they're actually seeing their own reflection. Sure. And the adults in the room can can help uh, you know, kind of gauge whether that's a good smile or not. Right. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So for those who are maybe in the special education realm who are working with students with autism and you know, they're hearing this for the first time that there's technology out there that can assist them. How can they get connected with you? Okay. Well, I'm the regional representative here in, in the mid-Atlantic area. Okay. So I cover Pennsylvania, Ohio, Maryland, that sure. area. But uh, the company itself is based out of Dallas, Texas. Oh, that's where I'm from. Okay. Yeah. How about that? And uh, so this came out of Dallas. Yeah, awesome. And uh, there was actually uh, some connections over to London as well. Okay. So it was an international effort yeah. actually to create him. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, Robokind, R-O-B-O-K-I-N-D is the parent company. And if by chance you're in my region, you would get referred to me. But otherwise, there are folks all over the country like me right. that, are, that are driven to help kids, not just with autism, but any individual struggling with social skills. Right. So that's the goal here, is yeah. to help more, more kids be able to grow up and hold jobs. Sure. Because that's the biggest... Biggest ball, you know. I yeah. never knew this until yeah. I got involved with this. Uh, of course, in the past several years. So. And this is not just for like a kindergarten. This can go all the way up to an adult we range. We have right? adult centers. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would say about from kindergarten, yeah. like five year old through adult. Okay. Yeah. And so, is there a website that they can go to for uh, more information? Robokind.com. Perfect. R O B O K I N D.com. All right. Thank you, Mark, for Thank the Thank you, program. Joshua. Yeah. Appreciate the opportunity. Yes. My third guest was going to be Allison Apsey, but unfortunately the conversation was really hard to hear over the extremely excited crowd. Thankfully, Allison was gracious enough to come back onto the Aspire podcast, and that episode will be dropping in the next few days. I'm really excited by the conversation we had as we dive into the topic of restorative practices and trauma-informed strategies. Once again, I want to thank the Teach Better team for allowing me not only to speak, but have the Aspire podcast on site. Make sure that you are checking out the Teach Better 2020 conference. You will not want to miss that opportunity. If you've gotten any value from the show at all, please subscribe and leave a rating or review wherever you're listening. And as always, thank you so much for joining the Aspire podcast.